Hi friends, this is Jillian and Kaylin, and you're listening to In Case You Missed It on Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on navigating the ups and downs of adulthood, from managing stress and finances to crushing your career and love life. Tune in every Monday as we share game-changing tips from our guests that you might have missed. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Can you walk us through Budgeting 101 for anyone out there who has never created a budget before and doesn't really know how to go about it? And are there any tips on how to stick to it? We're going to talk about it without using the B word because that makes people just fall asleep instantly. Um, I'm going to talk about it in 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 the sense of creating a strategy for your money. So you have to know the inflow and the outflow of your money to figure out whether or not you're actually spending on a, on stuff that's important to you. And so budgeting is just figuring out how much comes in. Look at your paycheck. If you are self-employed, estimate how much you think you make in a certain month or a certain year, if that makes it easier for sort of a year salary. And then go through your bills, at least just for a month to start. Maybe not, you know, during the holidays where you're you know, overspending and say gifts, but say, you know, a regular month, I don't know, month of September or whatnot, your credit card statements, your debit card, um, your bank account statements, and just see what you're spending on. Hopefully you are earning more than you spend (laughs) because that is the key to financial success. I don't care what anybody tells you, they can give you a hot stock tip, but the key to financial success at the end of the day, earning more then you spend. So once you figure out what you spend on the stuff that you need to live, like the stuff that you just can't go without, like the roof over your head, um, the food that comes in that you need to eat, the lights so that you can uh, see your food and eat, <laughs> that's your needs basically. And then you're going to break out another category when you're you know, writing it on a sheet of paper or doing it in a spreadsheet, however you like to do it. There's lots of things you can download online if you want an automated spreadsheet. Then you're going to see what you need for, quote unquote need, for fun. What are you, where are you spending your money that you don't really need to be spending your money? And that's usually the place where you can make changes. Right. And do you have any recommendations on like savings goals for people who are just starting out on trying to save money or like emergency fund tips? Absolutely. So when you're doing your so-called spending plan, your your strategic plan for your money, I include savings into the necessary things. So I need to pay rent. I need to pay my mortgage. I also need to save. And so when you think about your mortgage or you think about your your rent, a lot of those things are automated. And my savings are also automated. It is so hard to wait till the end of the month to see what you have left and think, oh, okay, I can put this aside for the future. No, no, no. Start with an automation. So many of us have, do you guys, do you automate your savings? I'm pretty good. I got that Latino husband that is keeping us in check, but it, uh, no, I should, because a lot of banks allow you to do that in your, in your savings or checkings account to just automatically withdraw, I don't know, 10% or Absolutely. $100. Every whatever. bank, every bank, every robo advisor, which is just a, a program or a, a service that basically uh, uh, invests your money for you in, in a group of mm-hmm. funds. They will allow you to set up an automatic deduction. It takes minutes to set up. Um, and people think, well, I don't, I don't know how much to put away. I don't know. Just pick a small amount. Pick a small amount. Look at your budget. Look at your spending plan and see what kind of wiggle room you have and start, especially if you're young. 
When I say young, I don't know, like in your early 20s. If you start, I promise you that the savings habits that you are establishing now will set you up for when you are older. You need to start earlier. You need to have started saving yesterday, 10 years ago. (laughs) So if you can start right now, set up something automatic, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's $5. I don't care if it's $20, $50, and then set yourself a calendar reminder to bump it up a tiny bit by five bucks, say every few months, see if you just keep bumping it up. I promise you, you're not going to notice that the money's gone and that will go to your goals. You need to be putting money aside for uh, short-term goals. Like for example, if you have a wedding, And long-term goals like retirement, no one is going to look after you but you. And I know people are like, retirement is so far away. I don't even (laughs) want to do that. No, no, no. We're talking about just options, freedom. So I don't, you know, you may not want to work until you're 75. You might want to, you know, quit and live a life that, that is on your own terms earlier. You need to save money for that. The other thing to save money for is an emergency fund. You don't know when life is going to turn sour and you know what? guess what? It's life. It goes up, it goes down. There are good times, there are bad times. You don't want money to make your life's problems even worse, right? If you have, uh, if you lose your job, if you have a health issue, having money issues would make everything so much worse. So you need to set aside some money depending on whether you have a, I don't know if you're a freelancer, then you need a little bit more, but you need to set aside, say, three months of living expenses that will just cover you so you're not on the streets. You need to pay your you need to be able to pay your mortgage. So put that aside. Yeah. And it just gives you that sense of comfort that if you ever wanted to, if you were in a position where you're in a job you don't like and you just want to get out, Mm -hmm. you have that freedom there that you've got a safety net for the next three months, you can find something else that'll make you a little bit happier. What about uh, company RSP programs or employee share pr- programs. How do you feel about those those corporate programs? I think any program where you are essentially getting free money is go run run there now. Like flip your desk <laughs> and run to HR. Like that's what I would say because not everyone is fortunate enough to have that kind of fabulous opportunity where somebody's basically saying oh, you know what, if you sign up for this matching program, if you contribute money to your for your retirement, we will match a portion of it. We're just going to give you money for your retirement. And you're like, what? Nobody gives me anything for free. So this is an <laughs> example where you need to be taking full advantage of that. And so I, I know it can seem overwhelming, but that's what HR is for. They're there to answer all of your questions. You don't have to tell anyone. You can just walk there and set up a meeting, send an email, like right now, literally you're listening to this. Well, maybe after the, after the podcast is over, send an email to make sure you know what the terms are. Am I signed up? Am I giving, what is the max? How much can I be uh, contributing? Can I automate it? How do I set this up? By the way, do you have, you know, any kind of life insurance or disability insurance that I could also sign up for on a cheap? Talk to your coworkers about it if you trust them. You're like, hey, are you signed up for this? Like, what was the process? Get out, get on that. God, I wish I was having these conversations four years ago, but I just wasn't. Like, I'm, I'm just starting to be like, oh, wow, am I leaving money on the table? And the answer is yes. And am I <laughs> making smart choices? No. But I think you just have to get to the point where it's it's valuable for you to learn more and then and then you're invested. It's yeah. never too late. Just that it's that's life is that I'm I'm sure we can all look back and regret the things that we've done in the past. But I mean, we made the choices that we made 
based on the situation at the time. We did our best. So the thing is now is that we're trying to empower you with information. This podcast, me, I'm trying to give you information so that you can make better choices. But it is up to you to actually take action. Everything is overwhelming at the start. Think of anything that you've ever done the very first day of whatever, soccer, school, you know, this course. Um, it was always tough and you always felt like a fish out of water. But the second step is a little bit easier and the third step. So you just have to take that one. Thanks for starting your week with us. If you enjoyed today's In Case You Missed It, check out our show notes for the full episode. We would love it if you subscribed, left us a comment or a rating, and followed us on Instagram. See you next time. Thank you.